0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Ooh, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com, slash Todd Show. There's letting us stream live. It's a wonderful day here at the Todd Huff Show, and it is good to be here. Last night, Trump and Republicans sought to close the sale. This was a closing pitch. This had the uh, fingerprints of Trump, the salesperson, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. You know, I've been a salesperson. Salesperson to many people is a derogatory word because of bad salespeople. But salespeople, a good salesperson, helps people who really need, want, desire a product or service they help them come to a decision that, you know, is allows that to happen. When people go through the buying process in general, sometimes, especially when it's a big purchase, a big decision like this, 20, well, it's a huge decision here 2020, but to close that that gap between a person saying yes and where they stand, if they don't say yes, if they're on the metaphorical edge so to speak but Trump has his fingerprints all over this and this thing I'm going to tell you terrified absolutely 100% terrified those on the left in fact I watched every night of both uh, both conventions on ABC I think one night I tried to watch a little on Fox but I just I don't know I like to watch uh, some of the reactions ...that I see coming from the radical left. And this Yvette Simpson is one that I'm going to play a soundbite from here in just a moment. But last night we had speakers trying to... We videos designed to convince Democrats that Trump was their person. Videos with Democratic socialists in there that were convinced to vote for Donald Trump. Videos of lifelong Democrats. We had a series of people last night that took the stage that explained why President Trump was the right choice for America. We had a former Democrat congressman take the stage. We had a video at the big uh, beginning of the convention last night, the primetime portion of the convention, which I thought was phenomenally done. This thing, again, now that this is over and in the rearview mirror, and we can objectively look at both conventions all the way up to the speech That President Trump gave and compare and contrast that to what we saw Biden do. The energy, the excitement, the enthusiasm, the production, just the entire thing blew the Democratic Convention out of the water. Blew it out of the water. Trump speaking for a long time last night as these things go. I'm not saying too long. I'm just saying he spoke for a long time, which then raises the question, does anyone think Biden could have pulled this off? And of course, the obvious answer is, heck no. Heck no. This was, as far as conventions go, head to head, one versus the other, a complete and utter beatdown that the Republicans put on the Democrats, and they know it. This is the point I want to make clearly this morning. They know it. They saw the video. They saw the people who were making the case for Trump in the video, making the case for uh, Trump on the stage. Some who were Democrats. Again, some, as I said, were Democratic socialists. ABC was so triggered at the beginning. I'm going to play this for you. I'll go ahead and play this. Yvette Simpson, who I've played, uh, played soundbite on uh, her yesterday. At one point, this was after the opening video, the primetime video last night, which again was, was phenomenally done. But to see if we can find that. I looked this morning. Folks, my Heine's dragging. <laughs> these these conventions, these are late for a guy that's gotta get up at you know, pretty early to get ready. And basically eight out of the last ten nights we've had to to do this, and I'm not complaining, I'm just saying a little tired. I couldn't find it this morning as I looked for this and tried to absorb everything that I heard and saw last night and, of course, over over the entire week and even the last two weeks, but I'm going to see if we can find that for you this morning, but I want you to hear this. They, they literally, last night, ABC News, early on, this thing was so well done that they had to interject because one of their panelists who was a socialist, a radical leftist socialist on that panel, they needed us to hear it. Well, they needed their their Democrat friends who may be listening to this and watching this objectively thinking, man, there's a whole lot of Democrats out there that are voting for Trump now. They needed to know, they needed to redirect that thinking. They literally they literally broke in just to give us Yvette Simpson's thoughts. Just somebody say something because this is a old-fashioned butt-kicking we're taking here. This thing is well done. This is the closing... You know, he, he's about to ask for Americans' votes. They are making the closing case as to why, if you were on the fence, why, if you were watching that convention, why, if you are sitting here trying to figure out why the Democrats are embracing such radical ideas, such radical extremes. If, if you're watching this thinking, what on earth has happened to the Democrat Party? Maybe I should see what's going on here. Trump spoke to you last night and it is not good for the Democrats. I am telling you this is I, they they are terrified. They're absolutely terrified. So they they cut in early on Yvette Simpson on this ABC panel. And so this is what happens. I want you to listen to this. They want to redirect this, but this is how they try to redirect it. You know, they're, they're trying to do, they're trying to deal with this in real time, and this is the best they can come up with. This is what you get. This is what you get whenever you try to have Democrat ideas that are not run through the marketing firms and the production companies and the editors and the people that write scripts for teleprompters. This is what you end up getting, and it ended up, to the objective mind, making the case worse. But here you go. This is what she says.
2: Yvette, you know, I've been watching your reaction to the last
0: 10 minutes of this convention, and you sort of had this look on your face, and you said you've been offended by what you've heard.
1: You know, there's this whole thing we've been talking about, about the characterization of good black people and bad black people, and there was a part of that video where a white gentleman was saying that he encountered a woman who had been strung out on drugs and had all these children. She was, I think, a black woman, and he said the Democrats are dishing out money like they're hits of drugs. Like, this, this whole idea that there's a good black person and a bad black person and putting people in a big box is it's really a theme here like it and even as they present black people they talk about each other that way and and i don't know that the republicans understand how offensive that is there are a lot of amazing black people who are trying to do great things and are doing great things and the fact that every single time they talk about black people they're either thugs or they're people who have made it and let's be clear most black people fall in the middle of all of that i want to go to
0: okay she's she's upset, so basically, I'm telling you what was going on behind the scenes here. Hey, these arguments that are being made, these folks who are black, who are on this video, who are on uh during you know, during this convention, during the closing push, the folks who are saying that they changed their vote for Donald Trump and explaining why. This is real. This is resonating. This is actually getting to the heart of the matter. It's not Joe Biden sitting up there and saying, "If you ain't or you you ain't black, if you vote for Trump instead of me, Joe Biden, or whatever he thinks he's saying up there." But he said, "You ain't black, right?" He's. It's not Joe Biden when he's addressing a Latino audience, telling folks that the Latino audience is very diverse, unlike. The black community, the African-American community, this is what they hear from Joe Biden. If you ask for reasons as to why, if you're black, you should vote for Joe Biden, you will not hear reasons. You will hear talking points. You will hear Trump doesn't care about you. Trump is racist. This is what you hear. Absolutely what you hear. Biden treats the black vote like it's one one actual this group thought black people vote for presidents because of x this is how biden looks at it instead of doing things in from that perspective instead of taking that route president trump brings actual people who are black or whatever different different types of people people who are white who may have been democratic socialists whatever and it is so powerful and so it resonates so much that they actually had to break in here. We got to break in. We got we to break in and give you the thoughts of one of our random panelists here. need to redirect the thinking here. And if you listen to what she says, I'm going to see if I can go back to that part of the clip. But if you listen to what she says, she's actually completely incorrect here. So I want you to listen to this. You may not have seen the full video, but listen to this part right here.
1: Democrats are dishing out money like they're hits of drugs
0: to go back a little bit further here let's let's try
1: a woman who had been strung out on drugs and had all these children she was i think a black woman and he's
0: pause pause so as they made the case for the republican i don't know the the the, the republican candidate or specifically candidate trump president trump making the case for his reelection. when they were talking about why you know why people should vote for Trump. She she's referencing a video where someone was talking about how Democrats basically um get people to depend upon the government. And she says, "I think she was black." Whoa, why? Why was this person black? I want to I want to point this out because that's not objectively what the video said. It didn't say there was, you know, there's black people who are dependent upon the federal government. It was talking about people in general. So now she goes on to say she uses that as a as an opening to attack President Trump, Republicans, saying how offensive this is. She's, she's telling black voters who may be watching this. You should you're supposed to be offended at this. Don't listen to this. La la la. Put your fingers in your ears and just start chanting la 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 la. I can't hear you. That's what they want you to do. And, folks, I am telling you they are terrified that President Trump is going to end up getting 15% of the black vote. God forbid 20% of the black vote. If that happens, if that happens, it is game, set, match. This thing is over. Biden does not win, does not come anywhere close to winning this election if President Trump is able to double his 2016 um, percentage of of black voters in addition to that I want to play something else after I 'm going to have to do this after the break but they 're losing their minds I want you to know this they react like this because they 're losing the fight they're losing the argument they're losing everything that they normally win which is the you know the 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 production value they're losing just They're not winning anything. I mean, I'm not saying that this still can't be—that Biden still can't win this. I'm not saying that we shouldn't take this deadly seriously as far as getting out going to the polls and voting. They are going to throw everything at President Trump. They already have. We know this. This is going to get uglier than anything we've ever seen. Brace yourself. We have to have our eyes on the goal here, which is getting to November 3rd, making sure we cast our ballots— and being prepared for anything. Folks, we're not even to September yet. We decided to get through all of September, all of October, and then we can cast our votes that that first, uh, first couple of days, November 3rd, the third day of November. So we've got a long ways to go. But for them to be at this point, after destroying a man, destroying a man, maligning a man, attacking a man, misrepresenting his ideas, telling you what his words mean when they clearly don't, misquoting him as they do frequently on things like the Charlottesville attacks, the, 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 the violence and the, uh, the white supremacists versus you know, just different groups in that, in that particular uh, tension over monuments and so forth. They deliberately lie. They are professional deceivers. That is what we're dealing with here. In spite of relentless, nonstop attacks for years, for at least four years, and probably if you go back to when Trump came down the escalator five years ago, five years ago, you know, this program started about the same time that President Trump came down that escalator. We we, we started this program about, I don't know, a month or a couple months after he did. And so they have been in complete, complete 100% attack mode, destruction mode. I mean, they want to burn the Trump candidacy, the Trump campaign to the ground. It's scorched earth, whatever it takes. Whoever it hurts, they do not care. They cannot have another four years of this, and they've invested everything, every single piece of political capital that the left has, the media has, has been invested in destroying Trump. And here we are in August, beginning of the final stretch into this campaign, this campaign upon which lots of things hinge. And they immediately see, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how there's not a bump from this in the polls. In fact, some people have already said they've seen bumps, a bump in the poll over this. If, if this is where they are after all of that, we're at the beginning. This is the metaphorical kickoff. We've got Nancy Pelosi out there saying Biden should not debate Trump. Folks, they are absolutely petrified. There is no way... No way that this should ever be where they're standing two months or two and a half months out, whatever it is now, a little over two months from election day. No way that it should be this close. No way at all. But yet, that's where we are. And they are going to act like petulant children. They are going, well, they're going to be violently out of control in places. Different folks deal with this differently, but they are terrified more about this as the program comes together but last night's convention was fantastic was well done excellent job and the democrats know it and they don't know what to do about it so get ready get ready for more of what they do get ready for more deceit lies attacks anger rage Etc., we'll talk about some of these examples when we get back. You are listening to conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. I tell you, I've been watching, listening, looking at some things here during the break, and This thing last night was absolutely, I think, phenomenal. I do. I think other nights were good. Maybe at times even very good. But I think last night was phenomenal. And you can tell that the left agrees with me. Because they are in absolute, utter meltdown mode. They... (laughs) They, I think, feared this might be the case, but I just don't think they could bring themselves to believe that after what they've done, after what they tried to do to stop this president, and this is, listen, not by any stretch, I don't want people to misunderstand here, we are far, far cry from true victory. I'm, I, you know, I, I was, you know, it's been a while, but I was an athlete and I'm going to tell you, I never, this may sound made up to people. I don't know. And I just don't really care because it's the truth. I never expected, I don't care who we were playing. I never expected to lose football, basketball. I just, I didn't think like that. My thinking always was, and I remember saying this to players back when I was in high school, this is the reason you play. Why would you go out there? The reason the reason you compete is to see who's going to win. Why would you make this the decision in your mind before kickoff or tip off or the starting gun or whatever? Why would you make any of those decisions as to who's going to win before those things even start? That's the whole reason you're there is to see who will win. People's opinions about who they think will win are completely irrelevant. What matters is who actually does it. And that's why one of the reasons why making projections and predictions about these things is such a bit of a fool's game because what President Trump does, what his campaign does, what the Biden campaign does, or how bad they butcher this over the next whatever it is, 60-some days now, what they do here is going to be critically important. And predicated, or I should say based upon what we saw last week with the Democrat National Convention and this week with the Republican National Convention, Republicans are off to a much, much better start. I mean they're light years ahead of where the Democrats are. The Democrats are still talking in I, – almost I, – I was thinking about this. The, the people that were, on, that, that were on camera last night or the people that were focused on in these videos – they had stories to tell. They didn't talk in in, in terms that were, uh, I guess, generic or soundbite-esque, or they, they were telling their personal story. I saw on Fox News back here, the couple who lost their daughter tragically, just in terrible circumstances, to ISIS. You had, I mean, lots of it. You had the... Uh, the 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 widow, I have to pull her name up. But the widow of a retired law enforcement officer in St. Louis. He was working security uh, for a company, and he was murdered. Actually, on live stream television. You listen to these stories. These are real, real stories. Real stories that are real consequences. In many cases, or at least some cases, something's tied directly to some of the radical. Leftist policies that let that lead mayors and governors, in some cases, whatever the case, to let these cities burn to let to put people at risk. That's what happened in one of these cases. You listen to their stories. These are not these are not. It, it's it's specific. There's a ser- it, it it relate. People can connect to it. It's not it's not some statement. It's not some soundbite. It is a story that connects and is real. And you can see, you can see the effect that that has on people. It boils it down to simple things. We cannot have lawlessness. People know this. President Trump does not Want this. The people that are creating this are people who agree ideologically with Joe Biden. They say things like we've seen Joe Biden say. Things like defund the police, which people will say Biden never said it, but I can play. I've got it somewhere. But I can play the soundbite that shows Joe Biden saying everything that the defund the police crowd is saying. He may not say specifically that statement. But it's the same exact argument. He agrees and aligns with that position. And so you have these personal connections, and it's laid out in a way that's very clear. Again, the salesman of President Trump coming out, fingerprints all over this. This is our closing pitch to the American people. Yes, there's still a campaign to go, but we have all the attention, all the eyes. This is the kickoff of this campaign. And it is going. It, it they have. I don't look at this as people being in the lead because again, it comes down to when votes are cast, who cast their vote, and all that. But the polling is has tightened up, and the Biden campaign really has nowhere to go from here but down. They out of last after last week, I think, are they're, they're at their high point. They're at their high point. So the question is. Can they keep enough people from deciding that President Trump's vision and what he's doing makes more sense? That's really what this is. That's really what this what this is. When I was in high school, I, I ran the 100 meters. I jokingly tell people the 200 meter was a distance event for me. It was a distance event because I, I was – the first 50 of the 100, I would almost always – I think always be ahead – and then the second half, I was just trying to hold off those who had longer strides. I'm not, a, I'm not the tallest guy with the longest strides in the world, but I had to hold them off the second half of the race. And that's what Joe Biden is doing. They're trying to hold on. They're holding on. They're crossing their fingers. They're hoping that they've done enough damage to President Trump and everything that preceded to the starting gun going off, which it really kind of went off, I think, this week for Trump. And Trump came (laughs) exploding out of the blocks. And I'm not sure Biden's even trying to hold him off now. I think he's trying to maybe keep up now. So we'll see what happens. But they are scared. They are terrified. They don't know what to do. This is going to get nasty. Nasty times 10. Do you see last night when folks were leaving? Yes, Oz is telling me it's time to take a break, and she's right. But as folks were leaving the Republican National Convention in D.C. from the White House area last night. Did you see the way that they were uh, had been gone after by those uh, protesters and uh, just some of the aggressive radicals, some of the footage of this? Expect more of this. They are out of ideas, screaming at people, making people afraid to be Trump supporters, making people afraid – to, you know, who knows? You talk about real vote. This is real voter intimidation, by the way. This this is what it looks like when you when you're using any and all means necessary to destroy cities and then to scream down people that you believe are, t- or are voting for Trump. You saw people sitting at a restaurant somewhere. I don't know where this was. Maybe it was New York City. People come in and demanding that these two that this white couple do the black power hand sign or some such thing getting in their face and screaming, expect more of this, folks. This is all they know. This is all they've got. Stand firm. Be strong. Have faith. Do not fear. I've got to take a break. You're listening here to the Home of Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. So this thing last night I I just I think this is absolutely astonishing Phenomenal I think that I mean just Kudos to to the Republicans For what they, they pulled off here Kudos to Trump And the left again Knows this They know this And It's obvious. It's not supposed to be this way. It's not supposed to be this way. They've invested everything in preventing this from being the case, and they failed. The starting gun has been fired, and Trump is not supposed to be anywhere in the picture. But yet here he is. I want you to listen to a part of this last night. This is a beautiful thing. This is a, You talk about a, con, a, a contrast between Joe Biden and the radicals we had to subject ourselves. We didn't have to. I did. I willingly subjected myself to their nonsense last week. But listen to this. Listen to his perspective on America. You do not hear this. You simply do not hear this from the radical left. Here it is.
2: I say to all Americans, this is the most important election in the history of our country. There has never been such a difference between two parties or two individuals in ideology, philosophy, or vision than there is right now. Our opponents believe that America is a depraved nation. We want our sons and daughters to know the truth. America is the greatest and most exceptional nation in the history of the world. Our country wasn't built by cancel culture, speech codes, and soul-crushing conformity. We are not a nation of timid spirits. We are a nation of fierce, proud, and independent American patriots. We're a nation of pilgrims, pioneers, adventurers, explorers, and trailblazers who refuse to be tied down, held back, or in any way reined in. Americans have steel in their spines, grit in their souls, and fire in their hearts. There is no one like us on Earth. I want every child in America to know that you are part of the most exciting and incredible adventure in human history. No matter where your family comes from, no matter your background in America, anyone can rise. With hard work, devotion, and drive, you can reach any goal and achieve every ambition. Americans build their future. We don't tear down our past. We are the nation Uh that won a revolution, toppled tyranny and fascism, and delivered millions into freedom. We laid down the railroads, built the great ships, raised up the skyscrapers, revolutionized industry and sparked a new age of scientific discovery. We set the trends in art and music, radio and film, sport and literature, and we did it all with style and confidence and flair, because that is who we are. Whenever our way of life was threatened, our heroes answered the call, from Yorktown to Gettysburg, From Normandy to Iwo Jima, American patriots raced into cannon blasts, bullets, and bayonets to rescue American liberty. They had no fear. But America didn't stop there. We looked into the sky and kept pressing onward. We built a six-million-pound rocket and launched it thousands of miles into space. We did it so that two brave patriots could stand tall and salute our wondrous American flag planted on the face of the moon. For America, nothing is impossible. Over the next four years, we will prove worthy of this magnificent legacy. We will reach stunning new heights, and we will show that the world, for America, there is a dream. And it is not beyond your reach.
0: Okay. So that's – I got to take a break. But it gives you an idea. There's Democrats in the media that are calling this speech dark and repugnant, I think I saw. Is that what that is to you? That is inspiring, folks. That is liberating. That is empowering. That is true. That is good – That applies to all people. That applies to all races. That applies to all religions. That applies to all political parties. This is what America is. It's a place where freedom reigns. It's a place where freedom reigns and where the soul and the spirit of the individual can achieve great things because it can live in accordance with how God created us to live. We can live in accordance With that and to be free, to chase our dreams, our passions, our desires, to be innovative, to start businesses, to to take on great adventures, to take risks. That's what America is. And it is literally in the metaphorical crosshairs. Because the left wants to take that away. The left wants to move us towards something that is not that. And this... Election. when it's all said and done, that's going to be clear. President Trump is going to make sure of it. And I've got to take a break. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. He's a bit of a... Welcome back. Just uh, discussing some things here behind the scenes with with Oz uh some UFC fighter calling out the NBA which we didn't even talk about the NBA but um just just good stuff he's he's a bit of a wild card that's what I was starting to say when I picked up the mic here um (laughs) he's he's a a bit of a uh he's unpredictable I guess but anyway look I want to play a little bit more of this um the end of this speech again I it's, we almost got to the end of, of what he was saying as he wrapped up. I just want to play the, the end of this. I, again, picked up where we stopped last segment really quickly. But just remember, this is being painted as dark and demented and just divisive. But just listen to this.
2: Together we listen. are unstoppable. Together we are unbeatable. Because together we are the proud citizens of the United States of That's America. Right. That's right. And on November 3rd, we will make America safer. We will make America stronger. We will make America prouder. And we will make America greater than ever before. I am very, very proud to be the nominee of the Republican Party. I love you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you very much.
0: There we go. The cheering, the applause. The fireworks followed. And then, of course, the fireworks on the streets. When people tried to leave the convention and they were accosted by radicals out there. Folks that know nothing. They are out. They are folks out of ideas. So. Flipping people off, getting in their faces, screaming, intimidating them. This is what they've resorted to. That is divisive. Not that speech. Not that speech. That speech should make every American, regardless of what you think of our president, but it should make your blood pump, should make your heart beat, should make you well up with pride, should make you feel happy, and blessed to be an American. Folks, we are not better than anyone on this planet by our DNA. This nation is better because of its ideas. This nation has radically transformed life on this planet because of its ideas, because of its desire to embrace ideas that unleashed the creativity, the power of the individual. No longer... Are we considered subjects of some crown? We are citizens. We are individuals. We are free. And that's what this is about. It literally is about the founding concepts of this nation. It is about accepting truth, the truth of who we are, not just as Americans but as human beings versus the lies that were told by the lovers of big government. And I've got to take a break. Yesterday was a beautiful thing, and they don't know what to do about it. They being the left in the media. Come back and wrap up. Hour number one after this. Sit tight. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back, folks. America is at a... Crossroads, And this election clearly demonstrates that. This election clearly marks the lines in the sand. And so there's lots more to say about this. I'm out of time this hour, but fear not, because we will continue hour number two on YouTube, which is easy to find. Just simply search The Tidehuff Show on YouTube. That's where we'll be here in about, I don't know, five, seven minutes, something like that. So see you in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening. God bless America. SDG. Have a great weekend. Take care.